0: What is up, everybody? This is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 59 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I know your time is extremely valuable, so if you are listening to this and taking time out of your day to try to improve your life, make your life better, make your health better, thank you so much. The name of today's episode is going to be How to Breathe Through Your Nose, Nine Unexpected Benefits. And this is kind of a kick that I have been on over the last couple months, particularly once quarantine started. I tried to become much more conscious of this, not only in my life, but also in my workouts as well and as much as I can in my sleep. But in my research and different podcasts, books I read, everything like that, one thing that I have noticed has been on the ether is actually the power of breathing through our nose and how important that is. And obviously... There's a lot of fear and everything in the world right now about respiratory problems. And this could be one thing that helps combat a lot of those, but also just makes you healthier overall. And I think it is one of those things that's under the radar, kind of like I would liken it to the systemic systemic wide effect of something like vegetable oils, that it's so prevalent, but nobody really knows that it is going on and the damage it's causing. So I didn't myself and for much of my life, I have been a mouth breather. So someone that breathes through my mouth probably to the point of being chronically. And I don't know if that's just because that's how I did it when I was younger or playing sports. A lot of times when you're breathing, heavy, you breathe through your mouth? So you kind of develop the habit of that. But once I started to become conscious of breathing through my nose, I noticed how much before I had actually been breathing through my mouth. And now I am much better about catching myself, forcing myself to breathe through my nose. But there's a whole host of benefits not only physical benefits for your actual physiology and how your body is processing oxygen and exhaling the air that we breathe, but also mental benefits, how it benefits our brain, everything like that. So again, as always, don't forget, if you're listening to this and you get any sort of value, if it resonates with you whatsoever, don't forget to sign up for the Facebook group. I'm launching some pretty cool stuff in there. So check that out. And really the goal of this whole Project is to build a community of like minded people, help you improve your health, help you become the highest performing version of yourself, and really take your life to the next level. If we establish our health as a baseline, everything that you're trying to do whether that's build a business, become better at your job, have better relationships with people, anything like that and I think a lot of our lives come down to health, wealth, and relationships. So, my goal is in that triad to really create the baseline of health so that everything else in your life. It's easier to do, and not to say that life is going to be easy, but you have foundations in place to build the life you want and create the experiences you want, and ultimately that's what this is all about and why we're here. So anyway, like I said, nasal breathing. What is it? So that sounds kind of silly how to breathe through your nose, but I actually want to talk about kind of the mechanics of breathing through our nose and how it works. So a lot of people will unconsciously and depending on where you are, kind of, and I've done this for much of my life, where I would just breathe, probably through my nose sometimes, but then through my mouth, and particularly in my workouts, I caught myself doing this all the time, where I wasn't even breathing through my nose at all, I would just get myself worked up into a state where I was breathing heavy, and I'd be breathing through my mouth, so I'd be doing sets and reps through my mouth like that. And there's some different types of breathing exercises where that you can use that to your advantage, but for the most part, you want the majority of your day to be breathing through your nose. So took some notes just to kind of talk about the mechanics of it. The first thing is all the air that we breathe should be processed through our nose. So our nose is like a filter. And if you think about all the particles that are going on around us in the environment, there's dirt, dust mites, all this stuff out there that can be seen as a threat to our body. The nose acts as a filter to, and this is how our bodies were designed and why this works so much better is because we have things in our nose called cilia. Uh, cilia, cilia. Sorry, I almost said silica. it it's cilia, C-I-L-I-A. And these cilia are tiny little hairs and they filter, humidify, and warm or cool the air depending on the temperature. If it's cold outside, it tries to warm it. If it's warm outside, it tries to cool it to make it perfect for our body to breathe um, before it enters the lungs. So think about the air. All this crap that's in the air around us we breathe into our nose there's little cilia hairs in our nose that help filter that out and that's why you get boogers and build up of snot and whatever especially if you're outside where there's a lot of dust or something like that i remember practicing football sometimes depending on what would be going on outside whether it was spring or not. You would be breathing a lot, and that stuff would get clogged up in your nose. Also, I've done a lot of manual labor in my life, and having been around a lot of job cuts and everything like that, I know firsthand that you can get a lot of that clogged up in your nose. So they do work, and it's actually, you want it to be that way because you don't want that stuff going into your lungs. But anyway, they protect our bodies, and they actually, on average and I know this is talking bite-sized particles, but they protect us against 20 billion particles a day that are just in the air, and that's the average person, so it's not even necessarily someone that is in a really dirty environment. But once our air exits our nose, it goes through our windpipe, which is down through kind of our sternum area, and this is another way that our body traps unwanted particles before they get into our actual lungs. Then the air enters our lungs, where oxygen is pumped in the bloodstream and then circulated through our body giving us all the vital functions we need to carry on and survive. And once that happens, the air leaving the body, so when we breathe out, carries its carbon dioxide from the cells, a waste material that we obviously exhale through our nose, ideally. Um, If you think about this, so that, that is all supposed to go on through our nose. When you are breathing through your mouth, think about all those particles in the air that are actually not getting filtered out and getting into your body. And what this actually causes you to have is more of a buildup in this, and this could be for a host of different reasons. You may want to breathe through your nose, but you have mucus buildup and blockages there, and that's something that you really have to try to work on and address is making it a practice of breathing through your nose. And I'll talk about a little bit more of my experience later in the episode, but I know having been someone that was probably a mouth breather for much of my life, that when you become conscious of breathing through your nose, it takes a while to get used to. But once you do, the amount of oxygen, the way that the oxygen flows through your body is so much more efficient and it feels so much more natural. And I think there's something too, and I'll talk about this going on with your brain, that the way we process oxygen actually affects how our body is functioning physiologically down from our circulatory system, respiratory system, neurological system, all those different functions. But This was a pretty cool stat that I actually found that a lot of breath experts believe we only use about 10 to 20% of our full capacity of breathing. So think about that. Out of everything we do, the most vital thing to our life is our actual breath. That's what keeps us alive. Most people are only averaging 10 to 20% functionality and capacity with that breath. And a lot of that is because they're not breathing through their nose properly. And what this can do, this actually has a lot of negative side effects, can cause restricted breathing which will eventually lead to decreased levels of energy in our body. When you're not getting the proper amount of oxygen through your body, at least what your, your body is demanding, this can affect your respiratory system and your circulatory system, which is going to affect blood flow. And blood flow is a huge thing for energy. So a lot of different supplements and medications out there are made specifically to help with blood flow. Well, one of the best things you can do is actually breathe properly. And a lot of us are not, and I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, but a lot of us are not utilizing our breath to the fullest. I know this sounds kind of silly when you dig deep into it, but then you really realize this is another one of those foundational things that you need to make sure that you're conscious of. Um, Some other bad effects from not breathing through your nose properly, so you could have high blood pressure, insomnia, and that's obviously a huge thing with people with sleep apnea where they're breathing through their mouth, and a lot of times that's getting caught in their throat area because they're not breathing through their nose properly. And I actually just listened to a podcast. This guy came out with a book. His name was James Nestor. It was called Breath, and he talks about all of this nasal breathing, and he goes to the ends of the world to look into different techniques and study science on how this actually helps. But what he does is he actually puts a little piece of tape, and I haven't tried this yet. I definitely would like to try it try it. He puts a little piece of scotch tape over his mouth while he goes to sleep to ensure that he breathes through his nose. And he said, in his experience, that is as effective as a CPAP machine, which people have these huge machines they pay hundreds of thousands hundreds, or if not thousands of dollars for, and then they have to clean them to make sure they don't get infected. So I think that I thought that was a pretty cool and nifty little trick. But anyway, it can cause a lot of problems. And this was also another Little nugget I found that uh, a guy named Otto Warburg won actually a Nobel Prize for turning that oxygen-starved cells in our body can mutate and become cancer. So think about that. We're not breathing at full capacity. We're starving our cells of actual oxygen that can eventually become cancerous. And I don't think CO2 is the devil that a lot of people make it out to be within our body, but it is crucial that we have the requisite amount of oxygen. Um, Another benefit, breathing in and out uh, through the nose helps us take fuller, deeper rest, which stimulates the lower lung to distribute greater amounts of oxygen throughout the body. And also, I thought this was pretty cool. The lower lower lung is rich in parasympathetic nerve receptors associated with calming the body. So that's pretty cool. You think a lot of times about your parasympathetic versus sympathetic nervous system taking place in the brain. Whereas there actually are nerve receptors in our lungs that help control this, which is why you can help calm your state so much with your breath and why your breath is so powerful in helping your physiological state, but also your mental state, how you feel, how stressed out you are. Um, So I thought that was pretty neat. And again, not something that you can necessarily do with mouth breathing, it's going to be much more effective if you're breathing through your nose. So to get into the actual tangible benefits, what can you walk away with and understand, okay, these are things that are actually happening in my body when I breathe through my nose. The first one is that when you actually exhale air through your nose, so obviously you wanna breathe in, but when you breathe out through your nose, it creates a backflow of air and oxygen into the lungs. And because we exhale more slowly through the nose than we do through the mouth, think about that, it takes a while for the nose to get through your air, then when you just, out through your mouth, like that. We exhale more slowly through the nose, and we do the, and we do through the mouth. The lungs, um, although when we don't do through the mouth, the lungs have more time to extract oxygen from the air that we're already taking in. So we're actually giving more time for our lungs to draw out that oxygen as opposed to just recycling it really quick. The next thing is that. Versus mouth breathing, so mouth breathing actually bypasses, again, the mucosa in our nose, which makes regular uh, breathing difficult, and that can actually lead to more snoring. So when you mouth breathe during the day, it can lead to more snoring at night, which is obviously going to disrupt your sleep. And again, I've talked about it all the time and I've done episodes in the past, but sleep is the number one important thing. So you see how this goes a lot hand in hand with sleep. Um, Breathing through the nose also forces us to slow down until our breath is trained. Um, and it also, when it does this, we actually have to control our body and we're much more in control of our diaphragm and everything. And what happens is this reduces hypertension, which is just high blood pressure and stress. So you think about this, this stress factor on our breathing, how many people are walking around, particularly right now with everything that's going on in the world and they're really tense and they're really tight and they're really stressed out. A lot of that can be attributed, and whether it's the symptom, the root cause, or whatever, a lot of that can be attributed because of poor breathing habits. And so what is the first thing that you do when you come really stressed out? Well, you kind of exit your, your body where you're in control of your body, and your brain starts to go in crazy different directions, and your body has a physiological response to that stress, particularly in our environment nowadays Where the stressor is not necessarily a lion or tiger chasing us, it's emails, it's text messages, it's in economic factors, it's this worried about pleasing our boss, it's worried about losing our job, worried about providing for our family. And so these are long-term stressors that can build up over time and cause our body to be in this fight or flight response. Well, part of being able to control that is actually being able to control our breath. And you can look back to, I don't know if it was Thomas Jefferson that talked about just breathing slowly, how that had an effect on him. There's thousands of examples throughout history where people use their breath to help control your physiology. If you think about your brain as the precursor to a lot of the decisions that you're making, your brain is not going to be functioning properly if it doesn't have the requisite amount of oxygen. So you're only getting, if you're one of the people that are only getting 10 to 20% of your required oxygen, how much less is your brain functioning? And then how much less are you able to actually control the stress that's going on in the world? With life, we want to make sure that we are in control of our stress. So if you don't have enough stress, you're probably not going to succeed in anything because you need stressors to make you better and improve in life. But if you have too much stress, especially if it's this underlying low-level chronic stress that's always there and always present, where you're never relaxed, that's gonna be even worse than having a little bit of stress that helps make you better. Well, what happens is this builds up and because and again tying this back to breath because we are not breathing properly we can't manage that effectively what breathing does is it brings you into the present moment it brings you and draws you into your body you get more oxygen in and everything thereby it's going to help you control these states which can help reduce the hypertension and stress that comes along with living in modern life so i thought that was pretty cool and one thing that kind of goes hand in hand i talk about that stuff a lot of the time but i haven't really up until this point Talked about how important the breath is. And again, I've noticed for myself, having been more conscious of that, how important it is in just our overall state of mind. Also, this was pretty cool. So um, it helps prevent us from, and this is going to be number three, it helps prevent us from overexerting ourselves during exercise. And this is something that I have probably definitely struggled with. I have definitely struggled with throughout my life is when to push it too much during an exercise and when to cool off and I'm the type of person that wants to push it to the max every single time. But when you are breathing through your nose, it actually is helping regulate the amount of force and exertion that your body is putting forward, so you're going to be much more in control of your body. Now that's not to say you're not pushing yourself, but it is to say that you're in control of what your body is actually doing. And again, through my workouts, I've been doing this a bunch, particularly lately with the kettlebell because gyms have been closed and it actually, it makes the workout harder but my body is much better able to regulate how I can push myself, so I feel much more in control of my workout rather than just being completely flailing myself, breathing through out through my mouth, in and out through my mouth, and not being in total control. I think we can all, especially if you're someone that is passionate about fitness, we all relate to the experience of maybe we've ran a sprint or something like that, and you're trying to catch your breath, and your lungs and every your diaphragm are tightening up, and you're breathing in through your mouth. Well, if you force yourself to breathe through your nose when you're doing that, you're much more in control, and it will be tougher at first, but you notice that you calm down and get back to baseline much more fast. Um, again, I, th- I hinted at this a little bit before. It's going to be number f- uh, number four. Our nostril and sinuses actually filter uh, warm and cool air as it enters our body, so it helps regulate the temperature of the air that we're getting into our body, which is going to help maintain homeostasis for us. Number five, and I thought this was pretty cool, and I actually did not know this until I started doing research for this episode, but it actually, our sinuses produce nitric oxide, which when carried into the body through our breath, combats harmful bacteria and viruses in our bodies and also regulates blood pressure and boosts the immune system. So I always thought about nitric oxide from the standpoint of performance, helping with blood flow, but our sinuses actually, when we breathe properly through our nose and all that's again, that's going to be out through the nose, longer exhales, When we do that, we get nitric oxide into our body, which is going to help with our immune system. And again, I think everybody knows right now that's crucial to be on guard against. So I thought that was pretty cool. Obviously, this is kind of a no-brainer, but mouth breathing actually accelerates water loss which contributes to dehydration. I don't think it's a secret that everybody knows. Most people are chronically dehydrated as well. A lot of people don't drink enough water or they drink too much caffeine or sugary drinks that end up dehydrating them and cause more dehydration. But mouth breathing can actually help contribute to that. And I've noticed sometimes when I wake up and I know that I was mouth breathing while I was sleeping, you have that dire thirst when you wake up where you feel like you've been in a desert for two years. So that was, Number six, and I thought that was pretty cool. Number seven, and this actually goes to the brain. So the nose houses olfactory bulbs, which are direct extensions of our brain called, a part of our brain called the hypothalamus. And the hypothalamus is responsible for a bunch of functions in our body, but specifically the ones that are automatic, like our heartbeat, blood pressure, thirst, appetite, sleep cycles. So when we are breathing properly through our nose we're actually helping regulate and again this kind of goes to what I hinted at before we're helping regulate the autonomic processes the automatic processes that go in our body that we're not necessarily in control of. Now we can actually be more in control of them if we help if we are regulating our breath so we're helping our body control these automatic processes better and again rather than letting it go crazy, and that's where you get in a stress response and you're letting your fight-or-flight nervous system take over, as opposed to when you breathe through your nose, you're kind of setting the precursor for your hypothalamus to have better function, which, again, is going to help a lot of these automatic functions function better so that your sleep is better, your mood is better, and your energy levels are better. Number eight, and obviously I think this kind of goes without saying, it increases energy and vitality. As you set the precursor with better oxygen production and consumption and utilization in your body you're obviously going to have more energy more importantly more vitality to attack the things that you want to do and then the last one i thought this was pretty cool as well is it actually when we are breathing through our nose and oxygenating property properly it helps eliminate free radicals in our body by removing pollutants in our cells through the forms of toxins and allergens in our modern environment, there are so many different things that are toxins in our environment, whether it's in food, whether it's in cleaning products, anything like that that we use on our body. there's so many toxins out there, and these build up in our body in the form of free radicals. When you're properly oxygenating your body, you're much better able to remove these things because your body has a baseline set up to do so. So I thought that was pretty cool, and also one thing that... As we are trying to, as a species, be more conscious of detoxifying things out of our body that we know shouldn't be there, this can be very powerful. So those were the nine things as you can see. They all kind of tie in together. And it's very important that we're conscious of breathing through our nose better, not only for our physical health, but our mental health. Because you can see it regulates a lot of those automatic processes that are going in and around our body. But I wanted to talk about a little bit of my experience. So probably for the last three months, I've really been focusing on trying to do more nasal breathing. Not only again, not only in my life, but in my workouts. What is crazy is in my workouts, I notice I'm so much more in control. And especially, I do a lot of strength training. I do running as well, but I do a lot of strength training. And I notice when I am breathing through my nose, my my muscle is so much more in sync with my muscles and the way that I am working on building up my muscles. And also just my overall workout, the pace and everything is so much more structured when I breathe through my nose. And don't get me wrong, this is not easy. So if you are someone that is not conscious of your breath when you're working out, and before this I wasn't up until the last couple months, I had never really thought about my breathing when I work out other than just try to get as much air possible. But when you are conscious of your breath, you're much more in sync with the reps and sets that you're doing, and you're much better able, your body feels like it's in a rhythm, like it's in a motion, when in, in a certain type of motion when you're doing it. So again, it's been pretty hard, particularly when I do a lot of sprinting. I'll notice that it's tough because you'll do a sprint and then you'll come back and you really are tempted to breathe through your mouth. And not to say that I'm perfect every time, but it makes your recovery between sets so much faster as well. And I think that's because you're getting the proper oxygen to your body. So at no other time in your life do you probably need more oxygen when you're working out. And I've noticed, especially doing a lot of kettlebell stuff, there's something going on there with the nervous system being able to regulate better when I breathe through my nose. So that's something that all my workouts going forward, I'm going to be doing. And also, I've noticed just day to day that I will catch myself whenever by myself breathing through my mouth. And when I'm working, I try to be conscious of breathing through my nose. But there's so much more of a... Focus and just feeling better when you have more oxygen. I wouldn't say it's superhuman or anything like that, but I definitely notice a huge difference. So again, how to breathe through your nose is pretty simple. Breathe in breathe out and you'll notice this is not one of those things you can do overnight and you feel differences the next day but as you do it as you make it a practice day in and day out and I also do different types of breathing exercises throughout the day where I'm deliberately breathing through my nose and holding different counts but this is more just about breathing through your nose in general it's going to be one of those things again that is a precursor and baseline for everything that you do in your life and everything is going to be better Because of you breathing better. So just want to be conscious of that. And I know a lot of people, even probably in the fitness community, that's not something that they initially think of first. Everybody talks about diet, exercise, nutrition, and all that stuff. But think about breath because it's going to be one of those baseline things that helps make everything else better. So that's all I have today on nasal breathing. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully it resonates with you a little bit. And again, try to become conscious of that. Make it a habit. Even if it's just a few times throughout the day, you start to catch yourself doing it, breathe through your nose more and you're definitely going to notice like I have a better ability to control stress and a better ability to respond to different types of stressors that are going on around you and in your life. So again, thanks everybody so much for listening. If you resonate with this in any way, share it, that helps get the word out, helps make everybody's lives better and makes the planet a better place. Thank you again and I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.